Hi there, and welcome to Nashville Backstage, the official ABC audio podcast. I'm Katherine Kinley, and today we're going to be talking to executive producer and writer Callie Curry. Welcome. Now today we'd like to start off by asking a few questions about the show Nashville, and, and then we'll get into the story behind the making of the show. Kelly, so right off the bat, tell me about the concept of the show. The concept of Nashville is, is a family drama, a story that circles around the music business and the people in it, but at every single level, from the people just starting out, from the people who are starting to make a little bit of, a, of an indentation in, in the larger world, from the people who have been at the very, very top, from the you know people who are right at the peak of their of their rise, and you know then also the songwriters are a huge part of it, and seeing you know the the kind of wheels behind the machine, and how the music really gets made, where it comes from, the songwriters who write it, and you know the real life situation from which those songs occur. Callie, you're a wonderful storyteller. So tell our audiences a little bit about your story behind Nashville and the music in this city. Oh, thank you. I, th- I love telling stories that feel real. And one of the things I'm most proud of is that for the people in Nashville that have seen the pilot, they all say, wow, I nailed it. And I'm so happy about that because it's a town that I really love. It's a great, great place. It's a beautiful city. It's got so much heart and soul and so much incredible music and not just country music. That's something everybody knows about Nashville is that it has a lot of country music. But what they don't know is that there is every kind of music here. And the level of musicianship and the songwriters that live here are just the best in the world. And you can hear anything here. And you have no idea where it's going to come from. It can come from, you know, when when we first started talking about this project with Lionsgate, one of the things that I told them is that when I lived here, you could be having dinner at a restaurant and a busboy would come and take the plates away after your meal. And then the next night you would go to a club and that same guy would be so good, you couldn't believe what you were hearing. And that happens all day long here. There is just a, an, there's a magic that happens here. And you see people work for years and then suddenly it opens up. And every, everything that they always believed they had in them, now for some reason suddenly everybody else sees, even if it took years. You know, there's of course the manufactured kind of record company produced images and all that kind of stuff. But the thing that I love about Nashville is the reality that's attached to the music. And I think that's why country music especially touches so many people and has so many fans. It's because it's based on emotion and real-life situations. Not only is the title of the show Nashville, you decided to film in Music City itself. Why did you decide to do it, and, and how much of a character will the city actually be in the story? Nashville itself is a huge character. This is a city that when you come here, you feel that it has a life of its own. You can feel the history. It's an incredibly beautiful town. It's vibrant, and it really feels alive. There's so many places that, you know, you feel like you can see the past and the future anywhere you look. It's really beautiful. I mean, you can see the buildings that have been here since the town was built, and you can see the the high-rises and all the apartment buildings that are being built because people are moving to this town in droves. It's a really fun, fun place. That's one of the things I like about being able to show Nashville to the rest of the world because it's so much fun and great music every single night of the week. and. 
It's a beautiful lifestyle. There's a lot of wonderful, wonderful people. A lot of artists, not just musical, but you know, every kind of art is really, really revered here. You know, it's got a very rich cultural scene. There's beautiful museums. The Nashville Symphony is really, really great. Like I said, there's every kind of music you could ever want to hear. Why do you think the music is going to be so important to the storytelling in Nashville? One of the things that I wanted to do that I think is different than any of the other shows that have been on is that these are songs that are coming out of people's real experiences. So they're as much a part of the character and the dialogue and the story of this show than anything I could write. So the songs are really interwoven into the fabric of this town and this show and these characters. Tell me about the characters that we'll be introduced to in the series. Of course, Raina James is the character that the show is built around because she's got such a complicated situation, you know. She has a wonderful marriage and family that she's devoted to, but she also has a relationship from her past that's still in her present that trying to manage her feelings about that end up presenting its own set of problems every day. There's Hayden's character, Juliet Barnes, is a person who's very young and comes from an extremely different kind of background than Raina. Raina happens to be the daughter of a wealthy, very powerful industrial magnate who's in every kind of business here. There's a lot of old money in this town and we wanted to show that side of Nashville too. I think a lot of times when people see stories from the South or especially from Nashville, they kind of see just one aspect of it. So we wanted to be able to show all of the aspects of it. And so I thought it would be interesting to show a character who actually comes from the very traditional old school Nashville, but whose heart is in the side of Nashville that is all about music and the problems that that presents for her and her family. And then Hayden's character comes from Alabama, very problematic childhood, terrible parental situation, and she has climbed out of it to make herself into a huge international success. And that's something else you see happening here. And then all the characters that surround them, the younger couple that's moved here to both, one is trying to pursue his career in music, the Jonathan Jackson character, Avery, but he's an actual artist of a different stripe. You know, he's more in the I wouldn't say punk, but more to the uh, independent side of music, of the music scene that lives here and thrives here, actually. And, you know, I mean, there's so many bands that are here now. The Black Keys are here. Jack White lives here. Sheryl Crow lives here. And everything in between. So not to mention all the country music stars that you can name off the top of your head. So I really wanted to be able to show these different characters and how they pursue their careers and their success. So Avery is one who has to take a completely different path than what you would normally expect would be considered successful in Nashville. He's a different kind of artist. Um, Scarlett, who plays his girlfriend, Claire Bowen's character, is a waitress ju that's just moved here. After college, she and Avery went to college together and she's moved here to be with him. And she really doesn't have any aspirations in the music business, but it turns out that she has a gift for it that she never really was aware of. Gunnar Scott, who plays the sound man at the Bluebird, is a guy who's been here working in the sound department and, you know, working in, at studio doing everything he can to support himself while he writes and performs songs. And he really, really wants to be successful, and he will be. But when he and Scarlett get together, this kind of special alchemy takes place that neither one of them expected. 
and kind of ties them together in a way that they didn't know, that they didn't see coming. And a lot of the stories overlap. Raina's lead guitar player, Deacon, who she had a relationship with many, many years prior and has remained in her band all these years since, is the uncle of Scarlett. And so that was part of the reason she felt comfortable moving to Nashville was because her uncle was there. And so there's a lot of family ties as well as professional ties. What was the casting experience like for you when you went looking for these amazing cast of characters in the show? This casting process was one of the most enjoyable things I've ever been through. First of all, when I started writing, I knew I wanted Connie Britton. And you can't imagine how happy I am that we have her. She is so great. But she, to me, she was the perfect embodiment of Raina James. She's strong. She's beautiful. She's powerful. She's kind of up for any challenge. She's uh, very soulful and into her music deeply and just was the perfect template for me to be able to write this character in a way that I could really understand. We were casting the role of Juliet and you can imagine we saw many, many people because all of the characters have to be able to sing. And so that narrows it quite a bit. To sing and act is, is a very special ability, but they had to be able to sing very particular kinds of music. So when Hayden came to audition, she was very nervous, but she was so good. And she said, I can sing better than this. I'm just so nervous. And I'm like, wow, if you can sing better than that, <laughs> we're, we're great. You know, she's so talented on so many levels. So it's really, really been an enjoyable process watching her come into her own as both this character and such a great singer. Then Claire, we looked high and low because that was such a specific character. And we weren't having a tremendous amount of luck. We really weren't seeing anybody that we felt fit her. And then one day I came to the office and I walked into the casting office and I was like, is there anybody? One of the casting people went. And I went over and she showed me the little piece of tape and I was like, oh my God, there she is. I knew immediately. Same thing with Sam Palladio. We only saw him on tape. We didn't even meet him till the first day he was here, but his audition on tape was so clearly the character that we were looking for. And then of course, Jonathan Jackson came in and blew everybody away. He's a wonderful singer. He's also a songwriter. We hope we'll even be using some of his songs that he's written in the show. And Chip Esten, he just, in my mind, he had the part the minute he walked in the door. He looked like the guy and he sang great and he played great. And so, and Eric Close, of course. Also, we knew we were looking for a guy who was a candidate that was more of a Nashville, old money family side, the more the preppy Vandy guy. And, you know, Eric is a wonderful actor and a complicated actor. This character has some great complications coming up in the future. And then Bob Wisdom, who I've known for many years and always admired his work from The Wire and many, many other things that he's done, plays Coleman Carlisle, who is running for mayor also against Teddy. And he has an amazing set of circumstances coming up. So he came in and immediately had the job. He's just been one of my favorite actors for a long time. Powers Booth is so wonderful for this character because we need a guy who can be the bad guy but has heart, is a complex, complicated man who is not just a mustache twirling vision but you know a, a powerful but complicated, I know I say the word complicated a lot but they are. They're multi-dimensional, and we need somebody who can, who is as great an actor as Powers to embody this character, and he does it so beautifully. It's just a joy to watch. And Connie Britton, tell me about casting her to play Raina James, the queen of country music. 
I couldn't think of anybody else to play the part of Raina James. From the moment I started writing this, Connie popped into my head, and the whole time we were casting, of course, you know, they go, yes, we know you want Connie Britton. Is there anybody else that you'd want on this list? And there never was. There was Connie Britton, and if we didn't get Connie Britton, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. So, lucked out. What will the audiences expect now when they tune into Nashville? There's a lot coming up. I think the Juliet Barnes Raina James tour will be an interesting development and you know think all the characters meet each other let's say let's put it that way now we're going to take a few seconds to highlight one of the songs from the pilot called If I Didn't Know Better it's written by John Paul White of the Civil Wars If I didn't know better I'd To hear the entire song and for all the music on ABC's Nashville, go to the ABC Music Lounge at abc.com. Thank you for joining us today, and don't forget to tune in to our next official ABC audio podcast, Nashville Backstage, only on iTunes. And don't miss Nashville on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Pacific, only on ABC. Bye-bye.